neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. Historically, we recap the episodes of the Aussie soap opera that air in, in real time, uh, up to date. And much like Neighbours, we're back Meet from the dead. Kennedy's at Lassiter's, hole at the waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to Neighbours. CJ, Kate Let's get the neighbor. We have risen. Yeah, we just knocked on <laughs> your door and said, hi. What, what do you say in Greek? Christos Anesti. <laughs> Much like the start of 2012. Harold <laughs> Anesti. <laughs> I'm back and I'm playing the tuba. We actually didn't mean to take a break. We, but no. I'm, I still find. Anyway, I'm Vaya. CJ is here. I'm CJ. Kate. Hi, everybody. We didn't mean to take a break, but I'm still so depleted from the finale and the cancellation and then now the resurrection. International faces of grief. Partly did we bring neighbours back because we grieved on a global scale? Maybe. I mean, look, it, it did seem, you know, Bezos is a good business person and everybody watched that finale. Like, right. I've not met a person that didn't watch that finale, no. right? I've been ordering so much stuff off Amazon and I have to say their delivery is about a million times better than Australia Post. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really good. And so it's thanks to Jeffrey Bezos, that uh, our overlord, who uh, has funded this new um, series that's coming in 2023. And just as a little extra amuse-bouche, we get dropped the 2012 season of Neighbours. Lord knows why. And what a spot for them to start. Oh, yeah. Um, so, this is kind of like Neighbours, the prequel, isn't it? 2012. Maybe this is a good in point. Yeah. I mean, I'm willing to go back to 2012. Well, the, the funny thing is, like as we were just talking about then, I was in my prime Neighbours live tweeting time back Ooh, in yeah. 2012 with, with Vaya. Can, can you tell me? So, do, is the first communication you had like just – do you, are you willing to share it? Well, yeah. Well, the thing is, for a while, Vera and I had noticed each other's tweets, mm-hmm. but we Aww, hadn't, we hadn't you interacted. You saw each other over the bar. Probably, probably you know, like, <laughs> lolled. Yeah, we, we respected. <laughs> lolled responses, that sort of game thing. Game respected game, mm-hmm. you know. But we, yeah. on the 18th of November, 2011, so a mere probably month in Neighbours time before this episode we're mm-hmm. watching now, I oh, Vaya tweeted seriously. Did Mike and Amelia once pash illicitly or something? Oh, did they? And I replied. Well, I retweeted that with they were banging in the Sandman while dead mum died. <gasps> that, my friends, was the very first. Well, not the first. The first documented Kate Stradamus. Exactly, because seventh of December, twenty eleven, it was actually revealed that yes, they were banging. Yeah, I did say this Sandman. on on the. You know, I, I didn't know there was a Sandman involved. It's purple. Oh. It would put the colour purple will come up. Vaya, yeah. would you like to – shall we live read our conversation from back oh, then? And it, can, and it goes on. Yeah, sure. So there was my retweet and then you replied to me with, Are you for serious? <laughs> it's my theory and I feel it's a strong one. I hope it's real. I bloody love it. They can do a reenactment with dead mum's ghost peering through the window at Renaissance. And Renaissance is Renee Zandveld, who is one of the episode writers in this suite of episodes we're going to discuss. Um, that was me actually thinking Kate had some kind of intel that she knew for a fact. No, nah, I'm just, no. This is, I'm like Rain Man here for <laughs> neighbours. <laughs> um, by the way, I love dead mum, 
because that's obviously a prelude to dead cop, dad cop, dead yes. cop. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. and you will see Reese Lawson, who Kate referred to as Hot Doc. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that was before Hot Doc was a thing. You know, the yeah. website. <laughs> Well, Where you also, booked your COVID shot? Also, I had to go through my mental Rolodex and um, work out what I called the the guy, the, the cop interviewing Toadie. And, of course, it was Scott Cop. <laughs> the Scottish man. Oh, my God. Right. I was oh, yeah, he was Scottish. Obsessed with that man. We'll get to him. Can I, I'm sorry. I yeah. need to – there's one thing I need to clarify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is Andrew from? The, his voice is very interesting. Scotland. The actors. Okay. But, but not the character? Well, apparently he was raised there. It was – yeah, there was like one or two references to the fact that he's, he lived with his mum overseas for a while. Oh, okay. A bit like, I guess, how one of, one of the Tanaka twins <laughs> somehow has an accent. Yes, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Speaking of – okay, we'll get to them. Now, the end of the thought I started earlier is that the UK has this service called Freevee, which up until two weeks ago I thought Australia was getting as well. No, 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 no. We don't have Freevee. No. So I was like, where are we supposed to watch these Neighbours episodes? You have to have an Amazon Prime account, Prime Video in Australia to watch these episodes. Yeah. But it, we've got three between us. Yeah. So. so we've rustled them up and... It is the best way I've ever watched Neighbours. And I'm not <gasps> saying that as a Bezos shill. No. Um, no ads? I've, I've never watched it in such a relaxed manner before. No it's, ads. God, you zip through when there's no ads and there's not 27 Nespresso ads in a row. It's so fantastic. It works every time. I, do, I really do sound like a Bezos shill, but no, no, seriously, easiest possible Look, way to watch it. it. The minute he stops making episodes, we stop shilling, so it's fine. Um, mm. So we got the episodes. We, we're watching from the day dot in 2012. We're going to talk about them and we're going to recap them. We're going to do a shallow paddle. Let's do. We're not going to do this all the time, but there's a bit of business to get through. So we'll just convene the council for some Neighbours Council business. Sweetie, it's just business. So the first, obviously the first item is that these new episodes are with us, plus the nostalgia episodes are there. I don't know why they've picked 2012. I don't know if it's a licensing thing, a contractual thing. I mean, clearly because it's two years before, well, 18 months before Neighbours started. Yeah, true. They're like, we better <laughs> get back to the... I, I also if only they'd done it 18 months ago, <laughs> so that we could watch them in real time a bit. I wonder whether it's um, because... Maybe before that point, it really was too shit to show. <laughs> oh, and I, I actually no. mean that seriously as well because it, it, 2012, does, it's not the same standard as it was. What was the fun bus era? That that notorious quote of um, if you don't like it, get off the fun bus. I think that, that was the mid-aughts, the fun bus era. One, one of the showrunners said, it said in an interview famously, well, if you don't like it, get off the fun bus. <laughs> it's like, your show is shit. If you don't like it. <laughs> That's probably when they left Channel 10. No, no, it was like literally four years before what we're watching now. Mm, okay. Well, yeah, it wasn't a fun bus, I guess. I'm, I'm happy for the fun bus era. If it drops in my prime, I'm going to watch it. I What I really enjoy is – it's oh, look, it's a really different show than the one we said goodbye to, obviously. But what I really enjoy is the stakes are so low. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I can watch ten episodes because there's no ads. I don't – like, there's very little, like, cliffhangers, big moments. Imagine So far, nobody's kissed their mother-in-law. There was a scene where Amelia was just leafing through a magazine for a couple of scenes on someone's couch. I'm like, no yeah. one's got anywhere to go. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine if Finn Kelly had wanted to be on the surgical program. 
my God. He would be on Grey's Anatomy by now. There'd be bloody four doctors dead in a ditch. Because there's a line where someone says, oh, you're going to have to, you're going to have to hope one of these interns gets hit by a bus. And I thought, well, he's going to hire a minibus tomorrow, isn't he? Nope. No. He's going to play the long game, which we'll get to, but. They all have normal jobs, like their personal trainers and. They call in sick and we see it happen. Yeah. And like, that's an issue for the week. Yeah, the um, what I did feel like because I was actually dragging my feet a bit when we decided to reconvene. I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch old neighbours. I can't be bothered. But then it's like you see an old tracksuit in the corner of your wardrobe. You're like, I'm not going to put that on. I don't want to wear that. And then you go and you pick it up and you put it on, and it's snug. And it's it's comfy. comfy. You can lounge around I in was it. Gonna, is it velour? <laughs> sure. Yeah. You're like, oh, this feels better than I remember. This is comfy, cozy. Takes me right back to 2012. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's got juicy on the ass. Yeah. Yeah, a few of the beads have fallen off yeah. though, over the years. <laughs> so the other thing is there's been a cast announcement literally yesterday as time of, at time of record mm-hmm. for the forthcoming season as well as the big four, Toadie, Carl, Susan and Paul. Paul. Scruffy Paul. He looks like he's the Bush Tucker man at the moment. Gosh. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's what we need. Yeah. We also have – imagine if they come back with new episodes and Paul's like, I got stuck on Bum Island for two years. <laughs> I haven't had a razor. Wilson. So they've announced Annie Jones, heaven. I mean, yeah, thank that goodness. finale. Yeah, thank she goodness. carried that. Deserved. Annie Jones, um, Georgie Stone. Again, oh. Mayor of Erinsborough, surely. Baby might. Madge is absolutely right. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And Beck, Elmaloglu, Terage, and Leo. Tim Carter announced to yeah. return. Yeah. Great. And Chloe's a guest. Yeah. And, and someone else is a Harold. guest. Harold. Oh, Harold. Right. That famous Bless double him. act. I love it. Because, um, uh, yeah, baby Harold. Absolutely loved seeing Harold. <laughs> Um, Isn't it good though? I mean, of of it's oh Melissa Bell too. But you know, I feel, oh, like, yeah, yeah. I feel like all those people aren't they just a given that they're yeah. going to like they'll just yeah. drag everyone like, in. They're, yeah, they're very open now to the concept of just having people in for a few episodes. Yeah, guys, you don't need to put press releases out. We've been through this. You don't need press releases for everyone all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I'm excited that there's some publicity people yeah. getting some work, obviously. But um, I went to like a clinic today, and the receptionist told me that she's also a makeup artist, and that she had applied because they're advertising oh, for makeup artists well, that's for, good, that's for the good. new. Yeah, so so they're they're not only doing cast announcements; they're starting to employ the crew. Oh, I guess they're making people beautiful again. They are. Oh, and nature of, is healing. Well, speaking <laughs> of nature and makeovers, have you seen that they're re-landscaping a lot of the gardens? Yes. I've, yeah, I've seen on Twitter that people yeah. have been posting some shots from the front yeah, yard. You've got to strike when the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. You've got to get that. You, when they start filming, you've got to go, oh, well, it's, it is what it is. You've got to work around it. Remember, um, imagine if there was a crossover and like they did a block series on Ramsey Street and then like that, that's the renovation. That's like Kate's ultimate yeah. all Christmas is coming at once. <laughs> she wouldn't be oh, able to cope. It's funny. Oh, because who's someone's house is? Oh, Toadie's house was on the market quite recently. Mm-hmm. And much like the Coos house inside, it was so dated, mm. like fully 70s original house. It made me feel really sorry for the residents going, oh. oh so what? They, they would have made a fair bit okay, out well, of they it. Could, okay, they could have hired an interior decorator to I mean, spruce up the inside. Had they not staged the house? Didn't they get like a billion dollars for that? I, look, I assume that a lot of them weren't updated because they couldn't have lengthy tradesmen visits oh. to their house. 
But still, come on, it hasn't been filming for ages. You think they could have tidied up their bathroom or something? Yeah. And they're probably only there once a week, weren't they? The the film. Yeah, and it'd be group. in a chunk, in a block. Yeah. Mm. CJ, we yeah. have another item of business. You've got something special coming up, don't you? Yeah, next Friday. So at the time of record, um, so we'll we'll try and get this out before while while I'm on the way. Um, but I'm I'm going to be in the UK and I'm. On the 14th, I'm going to the show at the um, London Theatre. I think it's called something else uh, as well, Palladium or something. Like, no, maybe I can't. But remember. you're going to Neighbours on Tour. I'm going to the Neighbours Tour. On no, no, not to the Neighbours Tour. Neighbours on Tour. Neighbours on Tour. <laughs> you're okay. going to Pinoak. Um, you're going to hop on the old minibus down no. in <laughs> Flinders Street. Wouldn't that be fun? Um, and I've been inboxing with, DMing with a few of the Neighbours listeners and I'm going to have a few catch-ups, like one-on-one catch-ups and I'll record – you know, just a little, I don't know, CJ on tour. Oh, this will just be a chance to have a little ray of sunshine in your lives, friends, <laughs> to see CJ in person. Yeah, so, and it's, you know, I'm just I'm really just coming for a na- neighbours <laughs> show. Neighbours business. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so anyway, I would love to catch up with some people. Hopefully we can fit people in and we can catch up before the show anyone that's coming to on the 14th i'm trying to convince the tour to just put you as part of the meet and greet and people can just have your oh own little queue oh my god <laughs> could you imagine it'd be like when we went to the logies and the sam neil situation because most of the audience won't know who i am <laughs> no i was gonna say you'd be over in the corner and, and just behind you you'd hear the saddest bitch in aaron's but you'd have a you'd have a vibe. There'd be a vibe. People would be like, "Oh, what's everyone lining up for her? Who's this?" You'd be like, "Don't worry about it, guys. I've got a cult following. Yeah. I've got a really a really niche following." But it's actually really <laughs> sweet to see a bunch of them over there. Annie Jones and 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 Stefan and April. They're all on a tour. They're touring the English countryside. Yeah, they're wearing the winter warmies. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, and the final bit of business is that uh, we had a little hunch when these episodes dropped, but I've got it confirmed now that old mate Vaya Pashos. Might be popping up in the old extras stint, the old extras <laughs> stint in the background. I wonder, do you get a check from Bezos? Oh, I barely got a check then. They are passionate. Barely paid my petrol to none of what is. <laughs> I remember when we first met over the tweets, of course, you live t- tweeted at the time, oh, I'm going to be in one of these episodes. And so I remember there was a Australian Neighbours live tweeting party, basically, where we saw you on TV. Joy, and I'm in the most hideous Grimace from McDonald's purple bathrobe. Here's the screenshot that I took on the 18th of January, 2012. Amazing. Oh, my gosh. It's great quality, actually. Yeah, Uh, that is – look at at my old TV, too. And this was an era, (laughs) and we'll talk more in our next podcast when when I appear on Mm -hmm. screen, Mm -hmm. but this was an era – I don't know, they were doing this thing with the extras in the hospital. My agency, we had a lot of quirky types and so we were often cast, not as hipsters in Charlie's Bar, but we were often cast as decrepit patients at Erinsborough Hospital. (laughs) And they were like, wear your pyjamas, wear a dressing gown, wear your tracksuit, whatever. And I love, like, what? What patient is hanging out with the nurses at the nurse's desk? Just for a 10-minute chat. Yeah. Was that your own dressing gown that you were wearing? Look, I can't quite remember. It might have been – I think I think it – I don't want to admit to – I think it may have been my own dressing gown. But what hospital has patients just hanging out at the nurse's station? Yeah, that's weird. Well, also, having – since that time, having been in hospital a couple of times, like having a baby, whatever – 
I don't wear my Jimmy Jams and my fuzzy jer- – I wear, like, things that look like clothes, like, you know, athleisure wear or – But you were probably in there with, like, I don't know, with a serious medical problem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at the time. Didn't, not, but, a, not, a, not an extras gig. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, the point is we look like – we look unkempt is how I've got to say. And not just me. Yeah, a lot of – a lot of my dressing gown brethren in those scenes. You were on character. You asked for your motivations when you got there and they said you're a hospital patient. You have no desire to look presentable. You were going to wear the most lurid colour. Because <laughs> uh, they much colour, those people. I was going to say, much like the Queen, everybody sees you, you know. It's very regal, that fuzzy dressing gown. <laughs> That's feminist colour. That's the colour of feminism, yeah. that purple. So, n- number one, keep an eye out for me. Number two, I will – I do remember – I do get transported back to that day on set. So, I will have the odd little anecdote when, oh, it, when it comes up. And it's usually me bitching about the other extras. So, they're just hot take. E- extras goss. Yeah. yeah. Now, any other biz? Oh, uh, well, I just wanted to say about this week that we're watching in Neighbours – Back in 2012, week you know, as a launch of this week, they had a competition where if you um, – but I think the whole week, maybe there was a different competition each day, but they had some sort of give us the best answer this, to this question and oh. you can win a tour of Neighbours. Yes. That, that happened this week. Wow. May have been rigged. I'm not sure. I had no part in the rigging of it. But somehow my answer won and I got to go on a tour of the set. Was it – by the way, was this um – Quiz thing, part of that show you hated? Couch time. Couch time? Or? Probably. Yeah. Oh, with that guy who's now on... on Mix rec- FM. <laughs> that guy. I, was, I thought the end of that sentence was on something in a Bali jail or something. I mean, I th- maybe. No, I think it's it was... It's only a matter of time. Really. I think it was... I think Kate won a... It was a social media run competition. Oh, right. Yeah. I forget um, there was social media in twenty. Yeah, but that's when, <laughs> no, that's when Anna Spargo Ryan, the famed author, was running their social media... And who may or may not have rigged it so that you could win. Kate. Yeah, yeah. No, lovely lady. We yeah. still follow each other. Um, but because I was reminded of that because not within like two minutes of the first episode starting, what do I see on screen? Me old mate, Toad Horse. This is a green, turquoise green lamp that was displayed in the Rebecca household. Yeah, it's a horse as well. Horse with a lampshade coming out of its back. Yep. Normal. And I loved it at the time. I would tweet about it whenever I saw I'd see it. I'd be like, oh, look at Toad Horse. I've got to find out where he came from. I'd be hassling at, at neighbours and they'd be like, Ugh. anyway, I go on this tour. What do they give me at the end of the tour? Toad Horse. Bec- and why did they give him to you? Look, I don't know. But you know, they- like, you know, you know that book that was on Oprah, The Secret? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah some t- sometimes you mani- when you manifest really, manifest really, yeah. really want something, you get it. Because you're doing business with you. The decor we've hinted at is atrocious. And it wasn't tasteful decor of the time. It wasn't reflecting the time either because I'm sitting in the lounge room, which is pretty much identically decorated. Um, TV is obviously a lot more upgraded since then. At my house, my house looks really similar to what it did back in 2012. My my house does not look like some sort of 70s share house. (laughs) There's a lot of brown textures, brown. It, I, I felt like I'd been transported back into prisoner, basically. Yeah. Like, which, again, at in 2012, I was watching every single episode of Prisoner. But everything is super dark in there, as well as everything being brown and cluttered. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the things, like, it's dark and it's shabby and there's some very dated hairstyles. Oh, my gosh. Um, like, dated 
yeah, now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they're oh. probably the height of fashion then. But um, I think one of the things is is that, you know, over the last, I don't know, five years, you'd say I, you know, I'm on a podcast about neighbours and they'd go, oh, is that on still? Because I feel like this is like the material that people think was still happening yeah. on neighbours, yeah, yeah, like yeah. this, like – Christoph passing out. Oh, like, um, there's a story in the newspaper that's controversial. Yeah. That, yeah. Oh, but better go to the news agent and Reece, get the newspaper. Reese wants to yeah. be on the surgical program. Oh, well, yeah. oh, a, a privileged white man isn't getting what he wants. Oh, no. Cry me a river. I'll have more on that to say on that later. We'd kind of bristle a bit when people would be like, oh, neighbours, neighbours are still on, whatever. And you'd be like, well, actually, in the last few years, it's become really good. And it's not until you actually compare it to 2012 when you go, hey, yeah, it it certainly was a hell of a lot better yeah. when it but finished. Also, with the caveat of um, they're still having to churn out like fast food style. Oh, yeah. Look, bag, crank out the eps and the storylines mm. with like minimal. No, no shade to 2012 no. as well. Look, I, I, look, I think everybody's improved since 2012. But I think, <laughs> yeah. I think with the, what we're trying to get at is also the expectations of soap, the standards of soap yep. lifted. I guess with the rise of, you know, like um, – Streaming services. Yes, uh, Netflix dramas and Hulu, you know, dramas, Game of Thrones, all that stuff that took off, TV became king mm. again. And suddenly people were watching TV series and were expecting big things in their TV series and then mm. I, I imagine that trickled into serial and and local drama and they wanted to, oh, well, they did that on this show. We could try a stunt like that on our show and then it, I guess, took off from there. Mm. Also, Neighbours obviously started exploring a lot more adult storylines. Yes. And I guess the rating changed at some point too. Which actually now, what's, that, what's the implications for it now going back to 10? Is, are they still allowed to be a bit racier? Because I hope they are. Cause it wasn't I feel, great like, when they I feel like we're in safe territory with 10. I think if it was going to go to 7, we'd be in a problematic area. Mate, they have like the bloody Brown Street boys or whatever they are. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking oh, about. I don't know. The, the, but it sounds real. The, 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 I think Mrs. Was, Brown's boys? No, I think oh, possibly no. I actually think Ms. that was Brown the gang from the Henderson Kids too, I'd just like to say. Oh, but oh, no, 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 no. talking I, about the River Boys. The River Boys, oh, that's yeah. what I'm thinking of, yeah. 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 Right. The other thing with decor is lends itself to me discussing the fashions. And now I am absolutely no fashionista. You heard me talk about a tracksuit earlier. That's about as exciting as I get about fashion. There are some hate crimes being committed by the hairdressers on a sartorial level on this show. Every time I see Andrew's hair, I just go, <laughs> Andrew. it's bird shit head. And um, that haircut's meant to be on black hair. It's not. <laughs> I, it's not meant to be on blonde hair. It's, I think that's it's the like key they've taken Zeke's hair and put it on Andrew Robinson. It's like yeah. a seagull has eaten an entire mm. bag of chips and taken a dump on this poor guy's head. Yeah. It is bad. It is spattered. It's white. And you've got um, you've got Summer's blunt fringe, Geordie Lucas, mm. um, and you've got um, then all the, the the girls that have curls, like Tash and Amelia. Like, it's like big. Tufty curls. Amelia's like. got the Rachel. Yes. The Rachel yeah. is like, what? 90s. <laughs> 15 years yeah. old at that point. Um, that's the other thing. So the fashion that stuck with me is I had to remind myself that this was 2012 because they're dressing like the mid-aughts. They're wearing the long tunics with leggings. Yes. They mm. may as well have belts, like long 
tops, like Hannah Montana style fashion, long tops with belts, low slung, um, strappy little tops yeah. and chunky jewellery that would clink, clink, clink everywhere. But, and but the men are all mm. in like singlets, which, you know, case in point, coil, right? Yep. He's he's in a singlet. There's, saw, <laughs> there's someone who had a very, very gradual evolution over time. I think I texted you guys during the first episode and I'm like, I'm pretty sure coil's fresh out of a lobotomy right here. Because like he's, <laughs> he was dumber then than he ended up being, which was, yeah. Which a, is good. Astounding, yeah. yeah. I mean, he, he lived in Europe for a period between now and then. Yeah. Do you know someone but else though who... In, I was going to say, in recent times, coil has hit the gym because he's got a nice set of guns. Whereas back in the day, noodle arms, as as was Michael as well. And they're, they're all getting around in their like dad bods. And, like, I had such a crush on Michael and I'm watching it now oh. going, what's wrong with me? <laughs> you see, Michael, I'm not sure who he is. Like, Tasha's the, dad. Yeah. I mean. No, I had a crush on him when he was into Rebecca. That was my peak Michael oh, okay. Era. Yeah. That's good. To, is that coming or? Gone. Been gone. Because okay. right. he's on his way out, old mate. Oh, okay. But, okay, so do you know someone who's cryogenically frozen in 2012 and has mm. not aged a day since? Oh, Susan Kennedy. Stephen Susan Kennedy. Dennis. Oh, <laughs> no, no, Stephen Dennis. Susan Stephen Kennedy, Stephen Darker. Dennis and Dr. Carl are, are, are eerily similar to the way they They've were. Just, they, they, they emerged from a lab and they have not gone. Yeah. Suze is so similar. Stefan's hair is lighter now. Su- yeah, Suze has got a few spikes that shouldn't be in that hairstyle. So this is totally but very – But that hairstyle that she's got – is right on the money of 2012. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, Toadie is in his gaunt era. I think this yes. must have been immediately post his Weight Watchers. Light and easy. Scale. Oh, sorry, light, light, light and yeah. easy. Yeah. And he's and he's very full on with the um, graphic shirts. And the oh, goatee. Oh, yeah. the bowling shirts. Yeah. Ah. I was watching a bit before and he had a bowling shirt on, a, light, a pale yeah. blue one that I could see his nipple through. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see Toad nip. <laughs> oh, no. You've got a term for it. Let's. <laughs> have a moment of appreciation that I would like to have for Sonia Rebecca. Oh, my God. Eve Mori. We're talking about fashion. E- Sonia's is this understated girl next door, flannel shirt, lovely loose braid, like plait, working yeah. at the nursery. She's drew, being dressed by bluebirds in the morning. Just a lovely Disney character. In, in, in her chambray vest. Yes. Oh, actually, the first time we see her in the week, she's in a big lurid green caftan. Mm. But um, the I, thing is, Sonia was never fashionable at the time. No. Which she isn't now, but it was her own personal sense of but, style. So when I'm saying, mm. yeah, she's in flannel shirt and jeans down at the nursery, she's not fashionable, but she looks quite lovely. She looks yeah. comfortable and sweet. I like she had blonde hair back then as well, which I thought looked really nice. Honey, honey blonde. She, like um, one of the other things. So this is not shot in digital. So okay, right, 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 that's right. like worth noting in oh, regard to the lighting and all yeah, that kind of stuff. People are very shiny and you can see a lot of pores on people's faces. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, did they change their makeup technique when it moved to d- digital? Probably. They, they had to because it got a lot – when they put digital cameras on the the current lighting, et cetera, it was, it was not pretty. Like on any show. Yeah. yeah. Um, and like I remember watching The View because they were, you know, ladies about our age at that point when they went digital and they were like, oh, can you move the cameras back? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, and um, yeah, but they, um, it wasn't in digital and they all look, you know, girl next door, they all look kind of normal, right? Yeah, Do you get what I mean? Like true, yeah. They don't look like celebrities. However, Sonia is like a goddess. Oh, lovely. She walks in and she's stunning. And I think this was her peak personality too before she went really 
whiny, whingy. Yeah. She's not off the rails, which I guess, you know, you need a character to be, I guess, controversial and have some conflict. But so every now and then it's comfortable to have a character who's just comf- who's just like a blanket and you don't have to worry about them. Yeah. You don't have yeah. to worry. She's literally, we're watching her like put pot plants and that's as, yeah. do rosters. Yeah. And worry about her business. Make sure <sighs> she's, you know. Look at a pile out. of invoices. and oh, Anyway. Yeah. I wonder why she's looking at the invoices because shouldn't her business be separate from Toadie's income? Well, she was looking at a water bill and I was like, well, surely that is a guaranteed large bill at a nursery. So like, oh, I'm going to have to cut back on watering. <laughs> the old H2O. <laughs> Let's get some succulents in here. Gosh, where's the rain? Less H, more O. Yeah. <laughs> Terrariums only. <laughs> um, all right. So Christos has been – they say the word bashed an alarming amount of times. Like, can't, mm-hmm. can you, what are your synonyms? Like, not – Christos was assaulted. It's like, oh, he's been bashed. I worked out who did the bashing, mm. who's been bashing. But I think it's, yeah, it's obviously shorthand for gay bashing. Well, that's what they suspect at first. They think, oh, who, when they go, who would harm Christos? And I was like, okay, take a look around at society, guys, and yeah. ask some questions. Offended members of the Greek community. <laughs> exactly. His own father or godfather this probably. This man is not Greek. <laughs> However, like um, the father does show up later on and – Papa Pappas. Yeah. We get a lot of references to him in the first week before he turns up. They're like, oh, Chris's parents are coming. I'm like, where, where from? Like Mount Isa? Are they, where are they? Dro- <laughs> where? Are, why aren't they here? His son, Their son's in hospital. Long drive. <laughs> Maybe they were in Greece for a holiday. But actually that makes sense. Yeah. Papa Pappas is what we used to call him on Twitter yes. as well. And a uh, friend of a friend now. I've met, I know his wife. Huh. This is Liam Amor's wife, Amanda. Liam with two L's. Yes. And lovely guy, wonderful guy. Lovely with twelves. L- l- lovely, not Greek, but great guy. <laughs> Neither's Christos. But he, Papa Papos's hair is straight out of 1962. <laughs> like they've got the brill cream out and given him like kind of waves well, over his he's hair. He's quite a young guy too, so they're clearly like having to age yeah. him up to be an adult guy's but dad. I feel like maybe he was recycled in Paul Mercurio's character of being the, the bigot. If you yeah. Don't. Well, I think the good – he's come good now. I like Paul Mercurio did. But he's he's now accepting of his son. But the, the – okay. we'll get into the conflict next week about his career choices. But he's, he's kind of come learning to mm. accept that his son can be both gay and want to fix cars. Oh, well, good. What a, what a, what a dimension. <laughs> um, so – Chris has just finished school, has he? Is all that, yeah. the, the foursome, the awesome foursome. Christos, Tash, Summer and, and Andrew. <laughs> Andrew <laughs> Robinson. <sighs> and did they go to Erinsborough High? Of course. What are you, what Kate? are you, what are you Kate's wearing the jumper right oh, now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm back in Josie. Josie's not even – oh, is she in high school yet? She would be. She's probably well, in year We're, we're probably going to meet her soon because yeah. Callum and Sophie are classmates and they're 14. Which is a precious and age. Callum's a sweet boy, isn't he? Little squid. Aww. And he, he he talks about video games. <gasps> Maybe we could have him back. Now he's actually back on screen. Yeah, just allow four hours of our schedules to record that episode. <laughs> I can't wait for um, his um, press release for him returning. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, that'll be four. So we have um, – Sophie has now moved in with Paul, her uncle, because – which Kate, Kate's would. cracked it. And, Kate, and, and they, again, very confusing. They didn't explain any of this, did they? Well, be, yeah, because they assumed we'd been watching. But Kate recently tried to well, recently pash one of her students, which you're not really meant to do. No, you know, I, I think that's against the rules. <laughs> oh, that was that caused controversy on Twitter back in the day. Remember Noah? Noah with his beanie? 
Yeah, that's how we knew he was young. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he was her student a, as in in her classroom. Yeah, she's yeah. an actual sexual predator. And I think her, I think Sophie had a crush on him or something too, which made it yeah. add insult to the wound. Um, it's awkward. But that that was one of the things, one of the reasons why I hate Kate. Like, yeah, like yeah. it's gross. Yeah, it's really gross. Yeah. She, I mean, it's one of the reasons I didn't hate her, I guess, because I didn't see this. Kate was one of the characters that I really loved when she first joined and wanted to love and wanted to keep loving because she, you know, softly spoken, shy kid, suddenly. You love the dorks. I love, yeah, I love a dork. You love a dork. You love your Emmys. Fl- you love yeah, your... I'll, um, I'll fly a flag summer. for the dorks. Yeah. Love summer. I was summer. And she gave me the ear it's all week and I'm like, that's because I was you, hun. That's because I was you. <laughs> you know um, how this ends. <laughs> and when, yeah, oh, um, so I and never would have. doing journalism, which I just, I, like it is so peak, that, that character. Era, then, yeah, and that era, yeah. Cause also because there were journalism jobs back yeah, then. Yeah, good luck. Good yeah. luck now, bitch. Yeah, it should be like, now it would be like influencer yeah. or podcaster. Well, she'd have a podcast for <laughs> yeah. sure. And, um, and I would never have landed an Andrew. Bird shit or not, I would, I would never have got one of them to go out with me. And no, she, but, but that's given me um bloody life watching it going, I uh, sucked in mole because you don't end up with him. Oh, who ends up with him? Oh, it's Tash. That's been the updates oh. even more recently. He, remember Andrew goes, um, Andrew with the glow up, the old bloody oh, yeah. Norse god glow up. Um, yeah, he goes, oh, yeah, Tash is off, I don't know, designing. That's from, right, because yeah. um, recently they he cheated on Tash with Summer. They had an illicit affair. Oh, in 2012. Before Not, that, yeah, in yeah, the previous yeah, yeah. season. But in 2022, yeah. she's just off in somewhere else in New York. They're, they're all still living with their teenage selves. Like, guys, go on Tinder. There are other people you can meet. But anyway. Um, I don't remember what happened to Summer. What was her end story? Well, we can now? look. We've got plenty of time. We've got months to look this stuff up. True. We can let it trickle through. Do you, do you want to know my first reaction? Yeah. First note I wrote. Yeah. Ugh, Lusicus. <laughs> oh, Lusicus. Oh, yeah, because he's in the show. He's not a director oh. yet. And I looked it up and he doesn't leave until September 2013. <laughs> God, it's going to be a rough journey. <laughs> uh, so the other part that was funny is that I really I could go do other stuff I, I could go do cooking and dishes and um a bit of work on my computer because there was some stuff I just really could not muster any energy for yeah whatever the hell Lucas had going on was one of those things I could not muster interest for this storyline so we we catch the tail end of a complex being built Toadie's involved in it somehow mm. as a lawyer. Because is this the co- the corporate soul sucking lawyers on the firm? That's him. Yeah. That's him. Which seems in the sub- city, the city. Yeah. It, but it felt suburban to me. I've got to be honest. Oh, well, you know why? Because this is from when I got to go on the neighbours tour oh. in April of this year of that year. Um, the actual front desk when you go into the neighbours production office was the soul-sucking lawyer's reception desk that we see on screen. In Nunawading yes. at Global TV <laughs> Studios. It literally said it had the same, whatever the lawyer, the, the, the company yeah, is. Yeah, Colbert or something. Exactly. <laughs> you go into the, you know, the, the main entrance of the production company, has the lawyer's name there. That's their reception desk. That's why it feels like you're in Vermont in, South. In, in Nunawading. My favourite yeah. part yeah. about um, that law firm was that the receptionist gets the most amount of airtime than anyone. Yeah. And then out of the partners, out of the senior lawyers. And, I, and she was great. She was, she, she was very fully fleshed out. She was she's, she's pretty. She has the tinge of the bogue about her mm. that you can tell. And you're like, oh, you're the, you're the girl who did well out of your family. You did year 12 legal studies mm. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> quite, quite passionate about the Your brother the probably sells ice. Yeah. yeah. And she's happy to let her computer password go wandering 
for yeah. a fa- for a favourite or a toad. Plus, every time I get up at work, I forget, you know, because I've worked from home now for three years. Um, I forget to lock my computer and stuff like that. Like it's yeah. it's very easy to forget this. So I'm I'm totally on board with her. I someone says, "Do you want a coffee?" I'm like, "No worries." And I just leave like budget screens open. And I stuff. work with comedy writers. The worst that happens is someone changes your screensaver to like a picture of themselves, and that's about it. At least you know who it was. Yeah. <laughs> Um, do, you want, do you want to know the bit that made me feel a bit nauseous? Yes, Kate. Um, seeing Michael doing surfing lef- lessons on a bloody air mattress that on was, his front lawn. That was awkward city limit. Leering at his sister-in-law. I mean, they've already banged. So at that point, the ship has sailed. So they banged in the car while Whilst his wife... dead mum was drowning. Down at Janjak, I think it was. Mm. She was drowning. That's and how she. Died. I mean, they didn't know she was drowning. But that's why she was. Oh, you missed. You missed last year. Dead mum was haunting everyone. She just her zombie form. And you know who she was, CJ. She was the woman from the ING Direct commercials. Hang on. She was before Isla Fisher. Right. She was the blonde woman. Oh, I probably recognise yeah. her then. Hang, give me a second, because I did. I, I do have a screenshot of, of her on my phone. This is Tasha's mum. Yes, you, Tasha's real mum. You yes, you find it, and so. Was she a poor swimmer? How did she? I mean, you never know. Oh, she was saving Tash. Oh, oh baby so Tash. So Tash had to hold that guilt. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Awful. So she would have been like in year 10 because she's just finished year 12, Tash. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Year 10. No, no, no. This is when she was a baby. This happened. When she was a toddler. There's dead mum. No, I don't recognise that woman. So, because the whole storyline is that Michael then had to be a single dad to look after Tash and he had to give up his dreams of Lord knows what, becoming Brad Willis's um, school of aspirations and becoming a teacher and then principal. And, okay. And, but, so these two moved to Ramsey Street together? Tash and her dad, yeah. No, no, the, the sister that he slept with. No, she only recently popped in. Yeah, she, um, because she'd been estranged from the family, probably because, you know, through the circumstances of her sister's death, which is massively risky behaviour. You're at the beach with your wife, <laughs> your child and your sister-in-law. Oh, I've got the horde. Come on, let's go to the, let's go to the Sandman and have a root. Who can, when lust strikes, yeah. you know, who are we to judge? Who? <laughs> I was just watching this week, though, and seeing... Michael in his shit show of a lounge room lying on the couch, mm. just going, this is why Aaron Sparrow High is yeah. just an absolute schmozzle. And this man-child in his, like, share house looking house. And it's two weeks out from school and he hasn't done the class lists yet. Yeah, and I don't know what his files are about. but it's Manila folders. Yeah, it's really weird. And, okay, so, so – Luzicus is going out with his sister-in-law. Yeah. But they've got a thing. But Luzicus is unaware of this. Yeah, he doesn't seem to because he lets them hang out in the middle of the day drinking beers and reading magazines and But is she some sort of carer? I don't understand what – there's a lot of of policing of behaviour going on Mm. in like in all of the shows. So half the street is on crutches, literally half the street. They've got a deal at the pharmacy. Yeah. The problem with 2012 Ramsey Street <laughs> is that there's too many stupid men on this show. Yeah. Uh, um, so many. So many. We've got, we've got Coyle as a baseline. Yeah. You know, he was still there and yeah. being stupid. And he's still running a business. Um, but he's <laughs> he's probably up to date now. with his water bill. Um, 2022, yes, we also had As. But he was beautiful enough to beautiful enough to yeah you got to, to counter carry, that yeah carry and he also he had David there to counteract the stupidity, but. Back in 2012, we had Coyle, 
We had Luzicus. We had bloody Michael. Oh, Michael Williams. Oh. Um, doing surfing on the lawn, which reminds me of I don't know where their budget was at this point, but we ain't seen no beach. It's like we've already blown the beach budget with the drowning mum. We are not letting that man surf. It's like you are surfing on the front yard, mate. Yeah, but I would think after that kind of trauma, he wouldn't go to the beach or surf anymore. Mate, he's an asshole. Yeah. He was ripping his sister-in-law. I'm sure he didn't miss a day of surfing with that drowning. Got to clear me head, mate. Got to clear me head. Living for the surf. You're right, though, that he is pretty much Brad Willis, Mm. the early version of. And then you've got. Hot doc, let's get into in a moment. And you've got who Luzicus. I loved, and I still, I still love him. Oh no, I, I, I mean, his hair's his hair's a bit James Rain circa nineteen eighty seven. But well, should we talk about him now? Hmm. Well, no. Can we just okay. go back to Amelia? Yes. Because they need to keep saying the name Amelia because I'd forgotten. <laughs> <about her. laughs> yeah. And I, I saw her name in the credits. And I was like, okay, that's right. I've got to write down Amelia. Then I saw Freya Stafford, and I was like, I'm going to look her up because I remember she was in that um, little TV movie about how when Prince Frederick met Mary. No, oh, really. And I was watching it, and I was like, I'm pretty sure she played the sister-in-law. Okay. And then I looked at it and I was like, oh, that's strange. It's not listed there. And I thought about it a while longer and I thought, no, it wasn't her who played the sister-in-law. It was bloody Vanessa who played the sister-in-law. Because actually I thought Lucas has a type, a kind of um, gently Mediterranean, middle uh, Eastern European, dark-haired yeah. beauty. I, yes. They it, – it's – Virtually the same person. Yeah. He's pretty much gone copy-paste when he's and got his next wife. Phil was watching it with me tonight and he goes, oh, that's Don Haney's wife, isn't it? And I was like, no, but I did think that. Yeah. Yeah, they all kind of also look like they should be in Secret Life of Us, his girlfriend. Yes. Yeah. So there's this thing where Amelia understands him. He's like a free spirit, wants to surf, and she like nurtures that. I can't stand either of them. I have a very low threshold for tolerance threshold for everything that's going on. Can I talk about Reese now? Yes. Fucking Reese. Okay. Excuse me. He's your friend's son. Yes. A uh, friend of the pod, Sancia Robinson. She, I'm sure, disclaimer, she would want me to say that she would absolutely not take that role in this day and age. Times, of, times have changed. She would not, she would not crip up for the role right. of a paraplegic, quadriplegic um, patient in in a residential facility, and I think they need to do the old Warner Warner Brothers disclaimer at the yes. start. <laughs> it was a different time, guys. It was 2012. <laughs> but if we didn't show it, then we'd be pretending it didn't happen. But we do have an interview with her on Neighbours. Go back through the archives where she says in that interview, even like a bunch of years ago, I would not do that. Ro- take that role. That is a role for a disabled person. I am not disabled, but just does a lovely job. Gave a lot of grace to um, Reese's mum mm-hmm. and she's there to give any kind of heart to this character who is soulless. Reese is this doctor at Erinsborough Hospital who would run over a surgical intern with a minibus if he could mm. to become a surgeon. Now, Vayapashos, does that not make him more interesting than every other single character on Neighbours at the moment? No, because he's a – see you next Tuesday – yeah, that makes him more interesting than old no. El Blando Luzicus. I just don't understand. He's essentially written as a villain. He's, it's like they've written in a villain of the week, but he's one of the main characters that we're typically meant to barrack for. I want to see him more than I want to see Carl in the hospital. Oh, speaking of, I forgot their, about Carl. In, their interaction 
in the first episode, yeah. Carl's unforgettable line saying, well, don't rest on your laurels, mate. You don't go out there with like tools. Yeah, because he's, he's operated on Christos with mechanics tools. With using, was it a flathead screwdriver? Which I'm like, why would a mechanic Ouch. have that? I guess they've got to have all of the screwdrivers. But the um, I I loved Carl in the hospital because this is a Carl before a lot of the things he's done wrong. Mm. Like oh, he's kind of mid-process. I know, but like medically. Also because for a while he was a GP of his own practice. There's not as much emergency traffic that he yes. has like to make. Or like he's got tinea. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fungal disease of the foot. <laughs> I will write you a script. <laughs> um, before mental health plans. Go to like the, the pharmacy and pick up some Dactarin. Yeah, there's not a lot you can get wrong at this point. Exactly. And I love it because he's, he's giving advice like don't use tools in your medical work. Like, don't like use analogue tools, mate. Get out the power tools. Yeah. <laughs> mate, people in glass hot air balloons can throw stones, okay? And then later on, he like has a go, oh, don't get all puffed up about things. And it's like, Carl Kennedy. You killed someone with a drill to the brain. (laughs) So, and we'll get into Reese's incredibly heinous behaviour more next ep, but he starts off his little journey. He sees a picture of the new hopeful interns and he finds the single... Oh, no, using the old screwdriver on Christos has made him realise that, oh, I want to be a surgeon. These are surgeon's hands. These are miracle hands. Mm. Yeah, I need to heal people with my tools. He should be an orthopod. Anyway, um, the... He gets that newsletter out of Manila Fold at the at the desk. It was different times back in 2012. As a communications professional, I'm I'm like, we have to email those things now. Like, no one reads them, but also like they didn't have servers big enough to. No, but they were printing them out in color and storing them in Manila folders. I love it. And he had to keep like he had to like sneak onto the nurse's desk computer Mm. to look at Facebook. Yes. Mm. And Aiden oh, left, and they his, looked at Aiden real left Facebook. His, his Facebook yeah. logged yeah. in. Yeah. But well, people used to do that then. Well, nurses are run off their feet. They don't have time to log out. That's true. But it was before they all got completely burnt out. The um, the um But it was real Facebook. Did you yes. say that? Yes. Yeah. It, it wasn't like lookbook or something. Yeah. yeah. And with like oh, the old um, statuses you, where you could have list your interests and people would go – Vaya loves the the turning over the pillow so it's the cold side of the pillow. Like you would choose, you would tick stuff oh, like that. That's like when memories come up and you go, oh, cringe. so cringe. Just stop, Kate. Nobody wants to know that you're going away for the weekend. So we'll stop down on poor old Aaron's status later. But he first, he finds the two white people in that um, picture because he's like, well, I can't, I can't pick off the diversity corner because I'm going to look even more heinous. So I better just knock off these white people so I can take their spots as the rightful privileged white man on this surgical team. Hmm. And I thought at first he'd injured his hands or something and that's why he couldn't be a surgeon. But really he was just an, a douche. Like he just – He didn't show up to the exam he or was something. Rude. He was an asshole to them. All yeah. this promise of the character we know is played by John Wood and not actually seeing him is really disappointing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's um, like you're give, never going to be on the surgical program as long give, as I am the head of the police at Mount Thomas. <laughs> Give me John Wood. <laughs> but we did get Jessica, Surgeon Jessica, who is a, a breath of fresh oh, air because she's a, a woman in medicine in Erinsborough Hospital, oh, which we never get. F- who is famous from like the end of Prisoner as well. Yeah. So I looked her up. She was Rita in Prisoner? And I thought for a minute, I thought that person was Liz Packett. Oh, 
yeah, the rudder. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah. kind of look a little similar. Yeah. Well, they've got like a vibe. Glendalyn yeah. Scott. Yeah. So, she, so I have to look her up. She's been in a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Has yeah. she been back in more recent years? Yeah, because she – I don't know if she went on a date with Carl, but there may have been some frisson with Carl over something. And I want to let you know that I found a press release from when she began at Neighbours. Of course you did. <laughs> Bloody hell. Yeah. So they've been doing this for a while. <laughs> um, um, did you notice Dr. Reese hanging out at, at home in his tie and plum shirt? Yeah, just he, hanging out. He's partial to a plum shirt. And also, what are you doing in a share house, Doc? Oh, what no, no, are you doing poor. in a share he's, house? He's still, he's still a resident or whatever. He's oh, still, is he? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He's not like a, yeah. He's acting like he's 35. So Kyle Handyman lives with the doctor. And Jade. And, and Jade. Kate. And Coyle. Uh, actually, no. Kate uh, seems Kate's to live at the the the, the Brendan, the, the Canning <laughs> House. Yeah, yeah, the, the the house which is soon to become AJ and Priya's. Yeah, yeah right, okay. right, right, okay. Um, hideous decor. I mean, just oh. hands down, every house. Every is so <laughs> fucking ugly. <laughs> Kate's red corduroy couch, though. Tony's is realistic because there is child clutter. They've got like board games stuck up oh, in the also, corner. It's, it's been the house of trial. That's yeah. the house of hasn't been changed since he yeah. lived there with three three stinky yeah. men, kind of thing. Um. Okay, my husband works in a hospital still um, and he gets changed out of his hospital clothes as soon as he gets home mm. because even though he really doesn't see patients very mm. most of the time, you never know. Like you he, never know. He's always just gone, this is disgusting. Let me just get changed before I touch anybody or anything. That plum shirt would be pungent. Yeah, I imagine the tie though. Like surely by 2012, the, the doctors had given up wearing ties around patients. Not that asshole. He yeah. wants to be taken seriously by bloody everyone. I feel like Carl was never wearing a tie. Yeah, well, he was they like in a polo. Because they don't wash them. So, like, they shouldn't yeah. be wearing them. Yeah. Um, a moment on – one more moment on – I don't, I don't want to call him Hot Doc. I'm just no, call him. God damn it. His name was Hot Doc and you have to use it. Okay? Cock Doc. I hate him <laughs> so much. Hot Doc. So, he meets this young upstart um, and he tries to make him late. It's a real long game. He's like, I'm going to make him late for his – surgery program and then yeah. so a, he gives him a, the wrong room a bunch of times so i'm like this is very involved yeah <laughs> it would have been better if he got the bus really just poison him or something yeah but but these are modern neighbors eyes we're looking yeah, yeah, at it right, with, you know yeah. um but he um so he he tries that and he's also pissing off the nurses because he's a dick yeah and he's not the worst man in ramsey street but he's up there Oh, no, he's, he's not even top three. <laughs> Who's top three? Worst men. Um, okay, well, Michael. He's fucking vile. Actually, no, no, loser because obviously loser number one. T- number Michael, one. number two. Um, Paul's actually fine. Paul's fine. <laughs> Wait, this, was that, who was your third person? Oh, look, I mean, Coyle. He's Coyle, like, yeah, yeah. Coyle, Coyle this week. Um, Jade served him a bowl of fruit salad and he goes, oh, well, I'm going to have to like paraphrase here. Oh, Struth, what's in this fruit salad? It tastes amazing. Mate, it's fucking, it's fruit salad. Yeah. Look at it. You can see and identify all the constituent parts <laughs> there of it. There are no hidden ingredients. It's, it's not like there's something, you know, hidden veggies in there, mate. She may have. You go, oh, it's got um, a bit of passion fruit on it, love. <laughs> yeah, like they're rissoles, love. Yeah, it's what, it's what Jade's she, delivery did reflect that. She goes, it's fucking fruit. Mate, what's, what is wrong I with know. you? I feel sorry like for he's, her. He's what? He's, how did he injure himself or something? Look, oh, half that street. They may as well have been run over by a bus, all of them all is, together. Is this pre or post um, him getting blinded by the <laughs> eclipse? Hopefully that's to come. I think that's to come because oh, Sheila was part of that, I think. I do have to shout out 
one of my standout characters of the week was Jade, Jade Mitchell, Sonia's um, sister. And she had complexity. She had some really deep, dark storylines and some issues that we'll get into, but she doesn't want to – she's recently been sleeping with Kyle and is very reluctant to admit that, which would you blame her? I mean, like me, to use a 2023 term, she's got the ick. (laughs) She's got the ick from Coil. She's like, stop holding my hand in public, (laughs) mate. Um, But she's got some underlying issues there and – She's very interesting, and she's like, get, and he's playing the stereotypical. He even says, "I'm going to be the chick. I'm going to be the chick in this relationship," mm. and ask, "Why don't you want to call me your boyfriend?" <laughs> she's like, "Are we on? Are we really on?" She's like, "Can we just w- look? Uh, have a minute? Here? Are we going to get Coil back? Because surely, like, what else has he got going on? Surely, there's room for that that lovable idiot <laughs> in the show. Because if we get Coxie back, though, like, oh, I don't want yeah. just Kyle." Roxy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. nobody wants nobody wants Coil. He just needs to be there, though. <laughs> um, so we'll pick them up again. But I need to have a moment for Kate Ramsey. No, no, no. You Hot can't. Mess Express. Why not? Because she doesn't really appear again until um, uh, the next week. But I need a moment for – I didn't want to go this deep. But there's a moment early on she's suddenly, I'm going to live my best life. I don't have a teenager to look after. I don't have responsibilities because I've pashed a student. You're an asshole, okay? <laughs> she had some of the worst fashion this week Oh, and next. But she is suddenly dressing up to the nines and wanting to go out on the town. And, and she drinks and she stays out all night. All night and then comes home. And Lucas, this is the most peculiar scene for me. Lucas says, there's some bacon and egg rolls there. And gestures to a plate of literally three giant bacon and egg Fantastic. burgers. When he said... Fresh. In a house, like, if I'm going to say there's bacon and egg rolls, I would assume it, you go to Baker's Delight or the supermarket and you get cheesy bacon rolls. Yeah. Stuff or, that- or there's the constituent parts of a bacon yes. and egg roll. There's eggs and bacon in the fridge and there's a roll on yeah, the counter. Yeah, bread rolls on the counter. Oh, would you like? Roll. Nice. Yeah, would you like me to make you something? There are fully assembled, constructed bacon and egg rolls that Lucas isn't eating, Amelia isn't eating, Kate is about to throw up from being hungover. It was the most curious set detail. I mean, obviously someone's going to get salmonella like next week. <laughs> and then fall over and be on crutches from yeah. that. <laughs> anyway, I just found that amazing. You, you know what I found another weird thing about 2012 is that there are so many scenes with only two people in it. Yeah. So there's the um, Andrew and Sophie scenes, Michael and Amelia. Why? Summer and Andrew. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like it, they weren't even socially distancing Back but do you know what like, was super weird? There were a lot of people pashing on ugh. and real saliva exchange. Ugh, that was gross. That was oh weird to God. see. Paul, who I always thought was a liberal voter, yeah. quotes Bob Hawke this that's week. right. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. And so he quotes um, Bob Hawke's line about anyone who um, um, sacks someone for coming in late today which was about the Australia – about the America Cup. Yes, yeah, when Australia won it, yeah. When Australia won. Because um, he's shouting everyone champagne in the middle of the morning mm. at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone's getting, you know, having a drink. But then, but, then he turns around and mansplains and he goes, oh, that's what Bob Hawke said. No, that's yes, a, mate. I, it was like only like just over 20 years ago. Actually, Kyle is the one that footnotes it and everyone Hawkey. looks at Kyle like, we know Kyle. It's a famous quote. <laughs> 
I love every single person. Even someone who like just arrived in Australia that day was like, yeah, we know. <laughs> On the airport. Yeah. It's printed. Yeah. Um, so I was I was confused. So I thought I, I had a conversation with my husband. I said, he quoted that. Do you think that means that he's actually a like a you know, like an Eddie Maguire type? He he behaves like a liberal, but he's oh. a Labour voter. Anyway, I've just looked up Julie Gillard was the Prime Minister okay. at this mm. page. So Labour was in oh, yeah, charge. That, oh, that's right. It was good times back then. It was good times. Um, and then anyway, so I asked my husband, he said, oh, no, most old school liberals, which Paul would be, actually really like Bob Hawke. And, oh, yeah. and I mean, it's a classic line and you get to say bum as well yeah. when you quote it. Any, any, any boss who sacks sack someone for coming into work late tomorrow is a bum. Is a bum, yeah. yeah. Said while sculling a beer pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so anyway, I think – I, I was just really excited about the the dimensions of Paul that I'm getting from this time. Um, so this development, by the way, the whole the central drama, which kind of resolves next week, but the central drama is around, which is somehow linked to the bashing of Christos in a way I will never comprehend. But there's a shopping centre development that everyone signed. I think it's the whole Power Road precinct. Yep, everyone yep. signed up except for the garage. Why? Probably because oh, Luzicus couldn't be bothered filing the paperwork. So in, in the end, Luzicus is to blame for this whole situation. Yeah, but Toadie is caught up in it because his lawyer law firm. He's like the business development person at the law firm or something. So he's and I don't under know suspicion. Why they, they looked at old legal aid Toad and thought, yeah, this is a hard hard nosed lawyer that we get to heavy he, other people. No, no, this this man needs to be out there, you know, defending people in traffic tickets and that sort of thing. Yeah, or like doing wills. <laughs> <laughs> so one thing I will say is that they keep – I've never heard the words Peter Noonan said too much. I was Peter Noonan and I said to Peter Noonan and I kept like, who is this guy? What is his deal? And then I realised, oh, that's the guy that Franny Fisher's had sex with in a vat of wine in Miss Fisher's Murder Mystery Series 2. Ooh. That's who Peter Noonan is and that's all you need to know. Right. Okay. Oh, and geez. he has a dog. Does he? Is he the guy that has the dog? The bad guy? Don't know. No, we'll get to that next week. Oh, yeah. fair enough. Well, I guess and, – and I think the thing is is that this storyline is a good reason why I wasn't watching because I would have just gone, I don't care about the shopping centre. I need <laughs> to stop the shopping centre. It actually sounds useful. They need a shopping centre. They can't be spending $12 for a litre of milk down at Harold's. Yeah, Apparently I mean, Jade only, really wanted it. There's only so many tampons, so if you can steal from Harold's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she'll blossom next week in other oh, ways. Speaking of, red cotton. Red cotton. <laughs> oh That's a hot tease. <laughs> Did you see how many um, fans they had on Facebook? How many? Oh, yes, 3,700. Something like that. And I was like, oh, how shameful. Of, of like <laughs> Andrew, well, yeah, yeah. Andrew was, had Andrew. stars in his eyes when he saw that yes. figure. I, I Googled some of the red cotton band members. And, yeah, someone's been in Triple J Unearthed last year. Oh, well done. Yeah, yeah. Red cotton. Like, well, okay, we'll get into them next time. Is there right. anything – we're not going to do citizen or citizen just to keep things fresh oh, for 2012. Oh, can we just say um, perpetual citizen to lose it yeah, sure. unless I say otherwise. Yeah. No, no worries. But is there some way we want to – is there something we want to mark this block of episodes for the 2012 season each time? Yeah, yeah the, worst the clanger of the week. Clanger. Clanger. I love clanger. Okay. Oh, look, it's, it's going to have to be Andrew Robinson's seagull shit hair. This is like <laughs> the third time I've mentioned it, but geez. Who's, imagine him. I reckon he would have had to have had one of those like um, 80s like <laughs> tip, you know, those rubber skull caps they put oh on and like God, pull out the tips. Oh, my God, I used to tips. do that. I used to do that. Yeah, I reckon it's he would so have been like, oh, just pull out every hair through this thing. <laughs> 
I don't know. I'm I'm still demystified by there's being a shopping centre that causes a bashing. <laughs> I just don't understand. I could not join those dots and I didn't even care to try. <laughs> I was happy to just be there and let it wash over me. Um, well, that is us. Uh, I should have said this in the business, but I forgot. If you want to support us, you can obviously share this episode, tell other people to jump on board, get, find yourself a Prime Video or Freebie account, watch some episodes or just enjoy us having a yarn about them. But we are on Patreon, patreon.com slash neighbourspod. Um, I deactivated all the tiers except for the Dr. Carl $2 level because we've been on and off, we've been patchy. However, everyone who's supported us up until now, it all goes towards keeping hosting fees. We paid a few editors late last year. Like it all went towards that, goes towards hosting fees and it keeps us bubbling away and motivated to come back. So if you do want to jump back on at Dr. Carl level, yeah, that's awesome. We'll, we'll keep it up. But thank you because it's why we're back. Because the support of the council and the patrons just, it, you know, oh, it, brings our, you, it brings you back to the mic. Our Facebook group, Neighbours Council, just keeps those home fires burning at all times. Yeah. And oh, can I shout out, let me shout out someone who joined the council with my favourite joining message I've ever seen. This is Kate who joined the other day, Asked, was asked, how did you find the Neighbours podcast? Kate wrote, I googled Limber Ladybird. Oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> Welcome, Kate. I mean, it, was, it still is a mystery to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm Vaya. Vase on Instagram. Kate. I'm at Remude on Twitter, as I was back then. Still am now. CJ. CJ, the hot mess mum on TikTok mainly. And we'll do the next five eps next app. Yeah. See you then. Bye. Bye. Jeffrey Bezos, come on Jeffrey, you can do it, pave the way, put your back